Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. My name is Chase Bunker, alongside the half-Asian sensation, it's Curtis Coe. Hey everybody. One name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? Player four, he's back this week, it's Daniel Clegg. Hello. How was your not-podcasting-with-your-friends event? Oh, it was good. We we had a dinner to go to. It was a family function. Yes. Awesome. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us via podcast, thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Gentlemen, how was your week? Uh, I'm back in school now. Ugh, that sounds <laughs> awful. But for something you're way more excited about. So No, I'm, I'm excited about it, but... Um... You know, it's it's quite a challenge going back to school after being not in school for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Murph, how was your week? Pretty good. I discovered uh, Nuclear Throne. Or oh, I didn't discover it. I bought it finally. Nice. And Is that it's, like it's... <laughs> that like Game of Thrones, but like sci-fi? No, not at all. It's a no. it's a twin stick shooter by Vlambeer. It's pretty good. Nice. Like it's. It's very unforgiving and just really quick, and you can kind of... I don't know. Vlambeer always makes games that have only the parts that they need and nothing else, and this is just like an example of that. It's just... It's an incredibly tight uh, game. Nice. Clay? Cool. Interesting. Uh, my wife and I finally beat uh, Donkey Kong uh, for the Wii U, the, the <laughs> Frozen Oh, wow. Uh, Tropical Freeze? Tropical Freeze, thank you. That game, the last boss, is is such a was incredibly difficult. That was really really satisfying. Nice. Uh, so that took us like three nights worth of just banging our head against him, but we got him down. So I feel accomplished. Yeah. I felt bad, Clegg, because I was in your area this weekend. It was for my sister's birthday. We surprised her. Mm. And I felt bad because I'm like, I could say hi to Clegg, but then I realized I can't because I'm with family. So I at least thought of you a lot while I was with family. Oh, well, that's Yeah, cool. and so um, my mom, I actually talked to my mom, which is kind of funny about it. Like, she said, Chase, I watched your interview. It was really good. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm glad you liked my interview with James Black, which is on that new show YouTube channel right now. Plug! And she was like, that's cool. She's like, I also watched your podcast. It made me want to gouge my eyes out, but it looked like you guys had fun making it. Oh, jeez. And so, like, I was afraid which episode she was going to watch because... She, which one did she watch? Did she didn't watch the one that I was like, oh. like, oh, my gosh. Not the not the Profess My Love to Curtis one. Um, oh. <laughs> but it was just like, I thought about my intro being, hey, welcome to that game show. The show that makes my mom want to gouge her eyes out. But... That's my family. They're really supportive of this, no matter how much they hate it. Yep. Never, never show your stuff to your family. Yeah, I never do. Uh, I, they saw my first stand-up, uh, my first stand-up special. I, I, which I don't call it special because it makes it sound a lot more what it was. My first open mic, and it was the raunchiest thing I've ever done. And they watched it. Like I think I was about, I was nineteen. I was still living at home, and mm. my parents really busted down my door and just like. What is this crap? What was that? <laughs> the audience loved it. My parents didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And so, Ooh, you know, and then there was a brief period of time where it was like, you know, kid, you know, you know, the kids hide drugs and porn. I hid stand up. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> Out. And I was doing open mics. 
doing horrible stand up. Oh, I know. Oh. I was a I was a bad child. I don't I don't think that's necessarily a bad child. I know. But... You you hit strange things. I had I had a lot of strange things. Like stand ups and stand ups. <laughs> On that note mm-hmm. Right. I was also excited to find out uh Fahrenheit got remastered and I called Curtis and I was ex- I was extremely excited and he's like, Chase, it's three in the morning, go to bed. What? When I, I called, he was like, "They're remaking Fahrenheit because it's one of my favorite games." And it's like, I'm off going off of I hate remakes. And then it was like, "Oh, hey, they're remaking my favorite game." Hypocrite. Fahrenheit. Hmm. Yeah, I love Indigo huh. Prophecy. It's a it's an interesting game, but it, it has an issue that I'm not going to say because it's it's it it happens about ha- halfway halfway through the game. Yeah. You know what you know which one I'm talking about. I think about. so. I'm sure you do. Uh, but it's it just gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. Like. No, it's and not the ending's just like a little. Game. The ending's like a little. Oh, by the way, and then like. I think I think it's an entertaining game because at the time it came out, I didn't think there was a lot of games like. Yeah. It. Now that like, Telltale is kind of doing their thing, which is very similar to what uh, Fahrenheit did. I kind of feel like Telltale maybe did it a little bit better. But it's still definitely, you know, I played yeah. it a couple years ago. It was still very entertaining. My only, uh, fire, kind yeah. of, my only issue is that, right is, now is that the one with a really, really, really great cold open. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure. No you, pun intended. Yes, it, it's, it's diner, a great cold right? open. Yes. Yes, it has a really, really solid cold open, and then it kind of has some weird moments later on, yeah. but. I, I think it's still worth a playthrough. I, I only know it by reputation. Yeah, the only like I've seen some YouTube clips. It's it, it's ten one, bucks. Yeah, um, ten bucks. The one, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. But I, I thought yeah. like they were gonna do it with like heavy rain graphics, and it literally no. is just like eh, that they did some money. <laughs> That's true. But I'm excited for it. It's like, that Grand Fandango. It's like super cleaned up N64 graphics. Yeah. Ooh. It, it's, yeah. I'm. I just don't like anything graphically from that era. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't blame you on that one. Probably Xbox quality graphics. Just a little not graphics. a good not a good era. Yeah, way to way to sell this game, Curtis. Mm. Here's sorry. my favorite game. It's graphically game. it's crap, but it's a fun game. I lo- I mean at the time I loved it and I think Heavy Rain perfected it. Um but I love Quantum Dream with the stuff that they do. But let's get on to the actual show. Um one of the big things that came out in Nerdum the new Fantastic Four teaser came out, where it showed pretty much every, like you know, the whole new cast. They're much younger. They have new suits, and like it looked a lot darker, which I'm happy about. But guys, are you more excited about it now, or are you still indifferent because the last Fantastic Four left a bad taste in your mouth? Um, uh, that second one. Yeah, mm. I'm not going to say that I don't care, because I'm interested. The first Fantastic Four movie was one of the first superhero movies you know, made in recent times, right? yeah. so they were still learning a lot. So that doesn't excuse what they did, but <laughs> it, was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad for sure. But I, mean, I want it to be good. I'll go see it for sure, but I don't have high hopes. Doctor Doom is a blogger. Yeah. Is he now? Why? And he, have we have we confirmed that that's who Doctor Doom is going to be? Yeah, he's a blogger, or he's like a hacker. I, mean, I think I'm good. I'm done. I mean, I don't I'll, know. Drop your mic. You're done. I, I 
I, I don't like they're so young. I don't think it makes sense in the context of what we know they're doing. They're, like, transporting themselves into a different dimension or something. And, like, two of them, it makes sense. But why are the other two people coming along? Like, a baseball guy and uh, somebody else? Do we know I mean, even? I, who, I don't care about the whatever. Like, tell me a good story. A blogger is not a villain. Well, okay. I mean, so, I think he's a hacker. For, for but a villain, I can way. see see the argument. But you know, for our superhero characters, Peter Parker was a, a high school student. You know. Yeah, but it, nobody feared Peter Parker, a high school student. They feared yeah, Spider Man. Well, right. But the question is, in what context is he going to become Doctor Doom? I guess is the real question. Well, he's he's just going to be Doom, though. I believe it's not Doctor Doom. He doesn't rule uh, yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. But he, they showed a clip of him in this trailer actually and there's like electricity shooting off him and stuff like that and it's like in what context is he become that you know he, he guess, samples electricity he's like oh you know this this current is really good uh well the theory right now is they get transported into alternate dimension and like the human torch gets teleported basically into lava and that's why he's a lava person so his particles mix with lava, and then the thing does it with a rock, and then someone else with metal. That's inappropriate. So I mean, does it with a rock? He does it with you a know rock. What I mean, uh -huh. it's I, mean into, I really I mean, hope so that there's it, a first like that game show animation, and someone just animates like, like someone someone's just doing, doing it with a rock and just like <laughs> slamming it. <laughs> I mean, but, like, I mean, one like one's water, one's air, one's fire, one's earth. Like they're the classic four elements and all that. How, what, and who's Doom water? Is Doom is the part. Doctor Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Is water. Yeah. Or Mr. Oh yeah, Fantastic. kind of. I okay. can see that. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best. Like, why is air invisible? Like, eh, mm. I mean, and sh and 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 uh, have force steel. fields that yeah. can destroy the universe. And She's an airbender. Yeah, like you know what? You know that. Yeah. yeah. Like well, the air I mean. <sighs> I thought, like, my my know. biggest issue with it is not necessarily, like, I, I think it's funny how people, like, were really pissed off that Michael B. Jordan was Human Torch. It's like, are we really, like, still back in, like, the 1930s? But, like, I'm excited because I liked him and Miles Teller in that awkward moment, so I was excited to see both them back. My biggest issue is that I literally dealt with the first Fantastic Four movies being with Doctor Doom. And so I thought when I'm getting a reboot, I'm getting a new villain. But instead, I'm getting Doctor Doom again. No, I, Doctor Doom is a perfectly fine villain. Yes, hey, just not Blogger Doom. Well, we again, I, I think we're kind of jumping ahead of the gun here. I mean, we we just have no idea. That's I think the biggest issue. We just have zero idea what this movie I is guess. even about. I mean, the Blogger thing could totally work if they did it right. Like, I don't know if How? you guys ever watched Chronicle. Yes. Did you guys ever? Yeah, I saw Chronicle. Like, okay. Like, how how how? Okay, give me a scenario where a Blogger is menacing and not like a. Well, Think about the main character of Chronicle. He was kind of a blogger in a way. He was somebody who was basically just recording himself every single day, all the time, right? And he had a really crappy childhood. He had a really crappy home life. Yeah. And then over time, he started to evolve into this character that was menacing in his own way because he would break people's, he pull people teeth out of people's. And then he mouth. became the Green and Goblin. And. Yeah, I mean, he like at the end of the movie, he was terrifying. Um, okay, I'd, he was. A, he was I, I wouldn't necessarily go like that, but like, I, we want to know how is he going to get his powers? 
Like, I guess that's one thing. Well, I, is like we have to see like how he gets his powers. Like, he could be if he's a blogger, he could be great at like manipulation or something. He's like a manipulation bender from the manipulation universe. I, I don't know. I'm going. He I'm does going it with manipulation. That the only thing that the blogger is going to have to do with is literally that, he, like the Fantastic Four, he's probably friends with these people for whatever reason, and all five of them are transported into this alternate dimension where they get their power, I, so on and so forth. Who knows? I, I, I'm going to compare this to uh, the most recent Spider-Man movie. Jamie Foxx plays this really pathetic electrical engineer guy, right? Yeah. You would never think this guy could be harmful much less a supervillain but he does this transformation where he becomes really angry at spider-man and he's a convincing villain at the end of the movie uh -huh. so it's all about what what's the impetus what's the transformation that causes him to yeah. lose his shit. i mean i yeah like ender's game like the uh his brother peter spoilers deep cut ah. here it was i mean what, uh, what's his name um was what, he even in that movie? movie i don't i didn't see it either i didn't see it either uh, I saw it, but I don't. He wasn't like a main part of the movie at all. Yeah, but I. Uh, yeah, his, Peter, yeah, Peter was his brother's name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's why, why can I not remember the author? Um. Oh, uh, um. J.K. Rowling. Hmm? J.K. Rowling. J.K. No. Rowling predicted bloggers back in the seventies when she wrote Ender's Game before Harry Potter. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's the same way that Jim Morrison predicted dubstep. Are you, are you talking about or, Orson Scott Card? Or, yeah, the Orson Scott Orson's Card, Scott. yeah. Orson Scott Card, thank you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, no, literally, yeah, so, it, I guess if you've only seen the movie in the book Ender's Game, uh, Ender's brother basically takes over the world and he consolidates his power base by being a blogger. But this was written before, really, the internet, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of, very interesting. I still think it's funny how Jim Morrison predicted dubstep. Just want to throw that fact out there. How did how did he do that? In an interview, if you listen to the song uh, "Breaking a Sweat" by Skrillex featuring the Doors, um, yes, I like dubstep. Whatever. Like he That's actually like fun. has like an interview. Is like I want I picture music somehow just being like a collaboration of just tapes and sounds, like something along those lines. And it's like mm, okay. he's kind of got a point there. And I just like yeah. seeing Clegg's headset like light up bright red when I go got a little point. Yeah, that's a long little beep right there. Love it. All right. I know. I'm surprised I could hold it for that long, too. Um, speaking of movies, also announced this week, a remake of Ghostbusters with an all-female cast consisting of also uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, uh, Kate McKinnon, and I forget the other girl's name, but Leslie she's... Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. She's also on Leslie. Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. Are those Correct. others all uh, confirmed? I thought it was just... I believe, yes. they are. I believe they are confirmed. I, I believe the supposed director confirmed that these four people were signed yeah, up. Yeah, and I believe it's also Paul Fagg, I believe that's how you pronounce yes. it, um, is doing it as well, the guy that did uh, Bridesmaids and The Heat. Um, mm -hmm. Are you excited? Are you indifferent? Or are you just kind of like, it's another remake? Me? I'm not a huge Ghostbusters fan. This cast seems fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you? What's your guys' take on? Um, I'll tell you my point of view. The idiocy of people saying, uh, one, you can't recast it as females, and two, you're ruining my childhood. I don't know about ruining my childhood because Michael Bay already did that with Ninja Turtles. I, so I mean, there's I, only so much you can do. <laughs> oh, that was such a bad. Movie. I know. Gosh, it was <laughs> awful. 
It, it was that rat, really. That's what it came down to. But anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> it it depends on how they do it, and yeah, I, sure. and I mean this in the in the nicest way I can. If, if they pretend like the old Ghostbusters don't exist, I think that would be a huge disservice to both the new characters and the old characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they got to get uh, uh, they got to get some of the actors in there, whether overly or covertly. You know, maybe they pull a Stan yes. Lee and they're just in the background. Uh, yeah. Or maybe they're handing the torch over. Who knows? Yeah. But I think they got to get them in there in some capacity. Yeah, you do. I, I just I, I disagree. I don't think it's we don't like Bill Murray's funny. Like I sure I and every movie needs more Bill Murray. Exactly. But uh, it's okay if he's not in there. Like all these I, all these actresses are I think reasonably competent. I've laughed at all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like bridesmaids. Oh yeah. I don't I don't think yeah. the actresses need him for uh, acting child no. support. No. I think the fans are going to demand it. They want like a to cameo. Sign. They want well, to see a cameo. Okay. All you would need is purely to have Dan Aykroyd and probably, unfortunately, the fourth one. I cannot remember his name, and I know everyone's going to scream and yell. He, he died. He died. Yeah. 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 Um, just have, like, basically all you need is Dan Aykroyd. I mean, he's not doing anything right now. Dan Aykroyd and Bill <laughs> Murray. Really, like, he's writing. Yeah. But Bill Murray I, hates uh, Ghostbusters, oh, yeah. so he's not He does. Yet. So, I mean, but Dan Aykroyd and, and the, uh, gosh, I cannot remember his name. I think it's Ivan, no, that's the director. I'm thinking of the director. Um, uh, they were working on, yeah, Ernie yeah, Hudson? They were yeah, working, we, we were with, yeah. The Twinkie, the Twinkie guy. Uh, At least if there's a Twinkie in the movie, I'll be satisfied. Yeah, like, all they have to do is make a reference. Exactly. That's all I reference. I they, could, they could have, they're teaching these Ghostbusters how to do what they're doing in some facility, and they show videotapes of, Yes, original actors doing their thing. Reference. Yeah, that's all right. So, so they they're opening their own uh, Ghostbuster franchise. Yeah, essentially. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because all right, it's a logical. I I I I I'm, I don't have the emotional attachment to Ghostbusters that other people seem to have. Um, yeah, I'm the same I'm, way. I'd be okay with a complete reboot. I. <sighs> I'm not. I'm just not gonna care. Sorry. Just have female oh, no, names with the same characters. Well, it's not only that. It's like it's again. Like it, it's again a reboot. And I think that's the one thing that just upsets me. Is like we're now getting to the point where we're rebooting classics when it's like I. It almost could taint it. I have no problem with the all-female cast. And I don't know why people have a problem with all-female cast. Granted, I've also made the joke that Wes Anderson should also remake Friday, and I think it'd be hysterical. But it's the fact that. It's when it like oh, when are we gonna reason Ghostbusters be really good? <laughs> Have you guys seen that that joke they made on Saturday Night Live where it's like Sorry. Wes Anderson remakes? Uh, oh no, we, Friday the Thirteenth. No, like he, Wes Anderson does a horror movie and it was horror great. Movie. Oh, oh, yeah. oh so like funny. I like the way I picture like Wes Anderson remakes Friday where he uh, Owen Wilson's like um I forget his name but it's Chris Tucker's character he just goes like <laughs> oh damn. Oh, you got knocked the out, man. That's all. I, that's a horrible Owen Wilson impression. But like that's. Yeah, that's eh, I got not? the nose for it, so it works at least. That's a good impression. <laughs> but don't worry, you're prettier than Owen Wilson. Thank Chase. you. Oh. I try to be pretty, but not, not I, as pretty as I Luke know. though. I guess. I guess my only concern is I. I never personally thought Melissa McCarthy was very funny. But I think she made bridesmaids. I will say that because I think it was somebody like we nobody saw it coming. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. Like I like her. I just haven't seen that thing that has really made me 
like really like her, I guess is is what I'm saying. Like she was on Saturday Night Live and I laughed at her there, but I've seen her movies and I didn't, I didn't really like them. That she's much. funny and she's a good actress. She just tends to get yeah. stuck with the roles that make fun of her for her weight. Exactly. Which is unfortunate yeah. that she's being typecast that way. Hopefully they don't go that direction with this. Yeah, movie she's like a female Kevin James and Chris Farley. With she like they use the weights. Like that's great and all, but like she was great in Saint Vincent because of the fact that like she didn't use her weight like at all throughout the entire movie. Like she was actually like she was entertaining to watch, and she's actually like can't act when she's not you know being. Yeah. Oh no! I, I broke guess. something because my weight, and it's like that's. Uh, come on. She is. Oh. Le- she is legitimately funny and a good yeah. actress without that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, like this is all just like a wait and see. Like. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. Yeah. I- I'm excited. I. I'm excited, but I, I hope it's good. Granted, I hope all movies are good, but... Yeah, exactly. I mean, nobody... Well, I mean, I do want to see some bad movies because I need something to watch when I'm drunk. Exactly. But, <laughs> well, that's, so what the, I, that's what all the 80s horror movies are for. Yeah, exactly. All right. Or, like, about, Dread. Oh, man. Or Dread. I was thinking oh, about that. I, wait, are you talking new Dread or old Dread? Both Dread. I love Both the new Dread. Yeah. No, the new yeah. Dread is good. I disagree. No, new Dread's good. Really. It's good in, just, in a way that's really terrible. Though my ex-girlfriend kind of ruined it for <sighs> me when I found out, like, I don't like that the music, when they take the drug in Dread, uh, and the, the new Dread with Carl Urban, which I love Carl Urban, they take the drug, it's actually Justin Bieber's baby on, like, super slow motion. Uh, and I was like, no. <laughs> no! Perfect. The movie's terrible. Oh, like, I mean, it's I not terrible. It's terribly good and terribly bad, and it's it's this really, it's just this, the right mix of action and like dumb plot points and oh, well, just, sure, it's a reference to the original. Yeah, so. yeah, and you know, and, uh, great to begin with. I, am the I law. lost. I literally lost my shit. But he's like, "Mama's not the law. I'm the law." Exactly. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's awesome. It was even better. It was like, uh, Olivia Thirlby was actually really good in that. It's like, I like this yeah, girl. It's like, uh, she's not like this damsel in distress. Like, she's a competent person. It's like, yeah, she's going through her, like, her rookie ways, but it's like, she's good. I mean, all the, everyone, I thought everyone did a relatively competent job for, you know, I think it's also because they knew the first one was so bad that it, you know, they could yeah. Like what what are they? They're not like yeah. What's the expectation? Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bar is not terribly high. Rob Schneider. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that Rob Schneider was in that. Oh my oh, god, so bad. He's he's unwatchable. <laughs> Come on, he's he's good in Demolition Man. He's good in the Animal. Oh, he's in Demolition Man. But he's only in that movie for like ten seconds. Yeah, I know. I I just love that. He's I know he's good at like oh. every ten seconds of an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, yeah, that's fair. He, he's good you can do it. He's good in small doses. I don't I don't like him in extended movies. Like I Deuce Bigelow is like painful. Oh to watch. yeah. Mm. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of yeah, painful, anyway. it's game time. Oh, All right, I have the game today. And it is called, I was introduced to this brilliant website, thanks to my friend Olivia. Game is called Steakhouse or Gay Bar. I'm going to give you a name of a restaurant, and you got to tell me if it's a steakhouse or a gay bar. Be- oh, God. And these are actual... <laughs> I mean, meat is being served, one way or another. Um, uh, Jesus. But <laughs> 
And we just lost everybody. Um, all right, these are actual places, and we're going to go in the order that I see it, and order on my screen, which is how the viewers are going to okay. see it. It's going to start off with Curtis, then Murph, and then Clegg. All right, okay. here we go. Curtis, the Silverado, yeah. steakhouse or gay bar? I guess it's a steakhouse. Steakhouse. Murph. I'll go gay bar. Clegg. Silverado. That sounds like a gay bar. The answer is a gay bar. Clegg really? and Murph huh? get a point. I forget where it's from. Where was it? I, I didn't write that part down. It, was, it went away okay. too fast. Huh. I mean, eh. All right. The Motherload. <laughs> you know what? Just because I think it's weird, I'm going to say it's a steakhouse. Yeah, like, steakhouses have this weird, like, fetishization of, like, yeah. here's all the... Uh-huh. Here, you're going to eat, like, a whole... I think it's, um... It's a Patton Oswald uh, bit where he's like, "You're gonna eat a whole pumpkin, and then we'll bring you your steak." So, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go steakhouse. Yes, I agree. This place sounds like a steakhouse that has one of those challenges where if you can eat the motherload dish, you get it yeah. for free. And the mm-hmm. motherload is like one of every type laugh. of meat, you know. I'm gonna laugh at this. Is gay nope, bar. it's a gay bar. Gay bar <laughs> in Los Angeles, <laughs> California. Man, I'm gonna get a lot of confu- go into a lot of confusing places. <laughs> All right. Halls. Steakhouse or gay bar? Halls. Can you spell it for me? H-A-L-L apostrophe S. Like the throat lozenge. (laughs) Just because he said that, I'm going to say it's a gay bar. Yeah, I'll just say steakhouse because eh, it seems like a guy named Hall wanted a restaurant. It's a it's a throat lozenge, which is an innuendo. Gay bar. The answer is out of Charleston, South Carolina, Steakhouse. Murph gets a oh, point. Right. We're thinking about this too much. I don't know. That's that's the only way to do this. Yeah. Okay, we we need some kind yeah. of method to the madness. All right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Jr's. Do you mean to spell that one for you too, Curtis? Yes. J. Oh, excuse me. Capital J. Shift. R apostrophe S. Okay. Just, there's no dots in between the J and the R. Like how you use capital for the J and shift for the exactly. R. Exactly. I typed yeah. it out. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, steakhouse. Steakhouse. See, this is more of a, a kind of a, a study of Chase, and would he would he put two steakhouses back to back? Unless he's like pulling it off a website. Yeah, like Random I don't. Yeah, I don't know, it's randomized. Probably. Yeah, it's randomized. Uh, no, I think I think this is a study in chase because there's nothing. Jr. doesn't mean anything. There's no innuendo there. Uh, Unless there is. No, I'll I'll, I'll go gay bar because why not? I, I think the name Jr. is incredibly boring and therefore was made by a man who is not flamboyant. So it's steakhouse. The answer is out of Denver, Colorado. Gay bar. God. Murph, again with the point. Really I really wish we should have had Electric Man. Six playing in the background. Curtis, this isn't working. Our methods no. are not. I'll take you to a gay bar is my go-to for karaoke. Yes. It is a, it is a that, That's one of mine, song. along with I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Just as the heart. All right. Cherries. <laughs> I think this one is actually a steakhouse. Yeah, I, th- I think. This I think this is, is actually I... like a. This is actually a steakhouse slash strip club. I think I've 
heard of that place before. Plague. Yeah, there's one in Orlando. That'll called, uh, Rachel's a whole nother avenue because it could have an innuendo-ish name and be applied to women because men go to steakhouses. Yeah, we were going to say it's a steakhouse too. Yeah. It is actually a steakhouse. Oh, yep. right. Out of yeah. Illinois. Where is, where is that one? Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Nailing this. Yeah, you are. Steak. Yeah, Murph do. Murphy, steakhouse slash gay bar enthusiast. <laughs> no, there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. Like, no, in college, the people who threw the best parties were, yeah, were, you know, were yeah. the like the gay guys because, quite frankly, they knew how to party. Mm. And they had the best alcohol usually. They had too, the best right? alcohol. Lots and of girls came all because going to be there. Mm. Like college kids. All right. Make some gay friends. They throw <laughs> really good parties. That's the message of the day. Message of the day: befriend a gay person. Look, man. Diversity will help you have a good time in college. All right. Yes. And finally, Absolutely. I'm all about di- yeah. Like, hey. Finally, Toad Hall. Toad Hall. Toad Hall. It's a me, Toad. Hello. Uh, oh God. Uh, just because of that, I think it's a gay bar. Uh, yeah. The last couple have been steakhouses, so I'm going gay bar. I don't. Toad, toad, yeah, Toad Hall is is a gay bar. It's a gamer gay bar. Hmm. Uh-huh. All right. That'd be interesting. Yeah. And I, but this will be a clue, but it should be a dead giveaway. It's out of San Francisco, California. <laughs> it's a gay bar. It's a steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets a point, but Murph wins. Steakhouse or gay bar? Did I, did I miss any of those? No, you didn't. Oh no! Wow! Wait, no, no, you yeah. missed one. You missed one. Uh, Motherload, you missed. Okay, oh, yeah, that's mm. right. That's Which right. I don't blame you because I was you like, almost... "That's a steakhouse." <laughs> then I realized you almost swept that. You almost, I almost did. You know, man, Murph, steakhouse gay bar enthusiast. If you tell me you're going to either one, actually, I'd probably go to a gay bar first. I'm not a, I, I'm not a big steak fan. Really? Not, just, Do you not like you know, America? A little bit of, of self-love, you know? I'm o- you, you get complimented a lot. I'm old. So, I, I, I'm older than you. Well, I'm old. You know, getting up in here almost 33, guys. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, like, I'm, I'm cutting down on my red meat. Mm-hmm. I'm eating, ordering, like, like interesting vegetable dishes. <sighs> Getting old sucks. I know. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had my first salad. I think when I turned 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get a weird. Yeah. I have. I barely eat steak, <laughs> just because one time I ate it and I got super sick for like a week, and I haven't eaten it since because oh, it was super undercooked. I love steak, and I, I know this is probably gonna get taken way out of context. Um, every time I like. Usually, whenever I go home, like my family likes to make steak, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was afraid. Like I was trying to watch what I said because I know that like I've walked into like a few jokes, like literally like just the other day at work, um, we were deciding like what to do for lunch, and my boss comes up and he's like, Five Guys." I was like, "I could do Five Guys," and then I paused. <laughs> it's like, uh, walked right into that one. Yeah, yep. that happens. All right. I can't think of a clever segue for this one. All right, now for our main topic. It was a question that I posted on Twitter, and a lot of people responded. By a lot of people, I mean no one. Probably because I didn't word it correctly. 
Twitter's hard. Twitter is hard. It's like 140 characters. It's like, how am I supposed to promote a show when I have two links and they're both really long? And then I have to tell (laughs) all about it. It's like, just watch this. We'll get get into Twitter theory later, but go on. Okay, the question question is, I post this this guy's for you, and I post it on Twitter. Twitter.com slash that underscore game underscore show. Eventually, like Murph said, we're getting older. We're having kids. One of my friends is having... He's on their second kid right now. Oh. I know. Oh, all right. Yes. Slow down there. I know. (laughs) Eventually, our kids will... You know, choose gaming, and they'll be getting into it. At least I'd like to think that they are, or they will be forced to. Exactly. I mean, one way or another, (laughs) you are going to play Mario Brother. Exactly. We nine (laughs) thousand on the Xbox Five. Mm -hmm. Oh no! No, I'm just kidding. It'll be the PlayStation Seven. Um, when you when they start gaming, they're going to keep on coming up with new like ways to say one, like Xbox Alpha. I, I still like the X-Bone. That's my favorite. Yeah. I love that, too. <laughs> oh, I'll stop derailing. All right. Would, would you rather have your kids start gaming at, like, the early generation, like with the NES, SNES, Sega, etc., or would you have them start at the current gen? Start with something like the Pixels, like, work their way up and see, like, hey, you know, this is actually difficult, or do you have them start at the current gen? I don't think you have them start chronologically, yeah. Because just just for the sake of of what came first and second, I think you go with what is age appropriate, and you include things from both generations, right? Like the original, yeah, from from before and and current, just so they get an appreciation for what was. But that did you did you see the Microsoft presentation like last week? No, I Mother, didn't. Well, Which Mother effing holograms. Yeah, you, that's you, super cool. Yeah, we're going to – my kid yeah. is not going to want to play with a Nintendo when he can have a hologram of Minecraft in the living room. Your kid's it not going to be able to operate a hologram until he's five at least, and that's yeah, at he, least 20 years from now. No, oh, no, come on. Uh, to quote, God, f-ing back to the future. Oh, you have to use your hands? That's a baby game. I, I kind of run both ways on this one, actually, because, like – at the time, you know, when I when I was a kid, and then my cousins were a kid too, um, you know, when I was probably about twelve, my cousins were like five. They had the current gen, but they would always play the older systems. So I mean, it kind of just depends on what it is, you know. Like, would I love my kids to play like Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, sure. I mean, I know what's in Super Mario Brothers. I mean, the I guess the question is: Is it easier for them to play those older games? Because some of those older games are a little more simplistic. You might be able to start at an earlier age with easy to understand, easy to control. You you put a, a kid on a on an Xbox One with a super complex controller with twenty buttons on it, they're not going to understand how to do anything. A, a Super kid, Nintendo kid, controller kid. has three buttons. Kids are smart. yeah, especially like kids yeah. they know smart. how to operate iPhones. Like by the time they reach my, two, and so it's like. Well, that's because that's touchscreen. There, there aren't any buttons on that. My thing. nephew is like two years old, and he knows how to play Tetris on a smartphone. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Especially, like, if I want to get my kid into gaming, like, I would want him or her to start with, like, Mega Man, Super Mario World, and, like... No. Oh, are they going to want to play Because, you know, I love Mega Man. I mean, you guys... Mega Man is so hard. Mega Man X. I'll go Mega Man X. Mega Man X. Let me me preface it. It's still hard. 
even Mega Man X compared to what's currently difficult, like games in this generation are easy. Oh yeah. In some well, I mean, like in some aspects, yeah. older, like kids games. Kids games are easier, I will right. say. I mean, Except for like Donkey Kong, like I think about. it runs the gamut. Like there's there's your Dark Souls, there's I wanna be the Boshi, there's the you know there's the games that are just intentionally hard, but yes. yeah. That, but yeah. like I mean Nintendo Hard didn't come from, you know, Nintendo sixty four, it came from Nintendo. Yeah. And also the lack of save functions. So no, yeah. Yeah. depends on which well, game you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. True. And I I think also when I was growing up, in order to go back to the old school kind of thing, like I, you had to kind of seek it out and you know go on to like internet sites with ROMs, and, <laughs> and but now like using guides, yeah, like but yeah. nowadays you have to like it's 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 easy, it's easy to like like Nintendo is selling their old games again, like PlayStation is selling their old games or giving them away, mm-hmm. um, it's. It's a lot easier to get, you know, to have an appreciation for the history just because people are now preserving, like, game as art. And I, I think in maybe 10 years, 20 years from now, uh, it, it, it'll be easier to play the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you, well, I kind of look uh, at it the same or, way I look at the way my dad wanted to show me older movies. And especially, like, how you want to, like, show them... Star Star Wars and all like all the Star Trek movies. It's like you want them to at least like learn and get an appreciation for these, and especially like I feel like the SNES games and the like. I'll, I'll go as far as to say sixty four, but like I'm I'm thinking more like earlier on, preferably. You just so develop more. Would, let's, skill. Say, let's say your kid's tw- fifteen. Now. Fifteen now, or not fifth. I'm sorry, fifteen years from now, your kid is fifteen. Like suddenly. Suddenly, like, somebody burst in the door and, like, I have your baby. Yeah, that's, that requires me being in a relationship and a woman to find no, me attractive. No. So, no. Someone, no time to explain. I, I'm yeah, pregnant no. with your baby. Right. Do not bring no, no time no. to explain into this. That is a good I, I, game. I, I'm not saying it's a bad game. 15, 15 years later, this is my 15. This is your 15? This is my... What, what game from today... Because by then, 15 years from now, it's mm-hmm. they're classic. What game of today do you t- tell a 15-year-old to play? Are we talking like, this current generation? Sun. Yeah. So currently out right now, or maybe in a few months. I don't, you know, whatever. I, but, like, what I, game I do you say, this is this is classic 15-year-old now, game? Right? Hmm? Well, I assume well, they've been playing forever, not starting video games they're, when they're 15. They should be starting when they're 5. Right, right but, like, that... Right. Well, 5? So comes and says, 3! what... what what did you play no. when you were my age or whatever? Five or six. I started off if you three. Do it any, if you do it any earlier, that can hurt their eyes. My eyes are decent. Well, okay, so, so we're assuming he's he's somewhat competent at games, yeah, right? Right. So he's, he's, he's gone through years. Mario. He's, yeah, he's like, I want to play the games you played when you were oh, just out of college you, or whatever. I know what the one's going to be for probably Murph and myself. I know, like, that's just kind of common sense. It's like, hey, try this one. This will whoop your ass. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I would say, hey, this—you'll feel a sense of accomplishment when you when you yes. beat this Dark Souls game. But right, sure. But for for starting off a kid, uh, I, I don't have a problem setting them up on an older system with easy games, and I would also set them up on newer systems with easy games to get them started. Right. I think but there's what, what, like, there are viable you, options in both. What what is the current generation like? What if you had to say 
give a historical perspective of this current generation, or let's just say the PS3, Xbox 360, Wii That's era, what Wii would you or think? GameCube, right? Right. Well, but yeah, what, what would you say is is the standout? Like, if if you had to pick a game, like give a kid an fifteen easy, years, an easy starter game. No, just, just any a game. game. Like, what no, is like any son, game. daughter? This yeah. is what I played fifteen years ago. I mean, before the, the, this, your mother and I got it on. Dark Souls got, came to mind, but the other one that came to mind almost immediately was Mass Effect 2. But that one's going to be kind of like a joke in t- 15 years. Cause choices are going to be everything's going to be yeah. a choice. I, I, give them, I give them a Blizzard game. I give them probably World of Warcraft or some other MMO. You, that, can't, really give them, you can't give them World of Warcraft because it's, it's just not there anymore. Oh, yeah, Unless right. it is. Unless, Unless it, it is. is. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be fundamentally changed in, yeah. in 15 years if yes. it exists at all. I would have said, sure, but not that much unless they make a new one. No, in which case, no, it's no, not no, the same. If one. you went earlier, I would have said Banjo Kazooie. When it started, is completely Banjo. different than it is now. Yeah, but isn't Banjo Kazooie from the N64? It was, uh, it's N64. I was like, oh, crap, I can't say that. I would say for myself, I'm gonna name a few because it's my show. I can beat those rules. Um, mm-hmm. Though it is your question, so I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. It's your Thank show. Thank you. I, I like how you like the dupe judge. I'm going to allow this. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> um, I, Heavy Rain, because it's my fav- one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I would have said, call up Keith and Raheem. That's Curtis and uh, Clegg's sons. Clegg, you're going to have Raheem. I'm, you're just going to go through like this random phase in life. You're like... Rahe- Keith? Yeah. I would name my child. I don't know. I, I don't know. That would... Okay. You can't I mean, name I mean, him Chase, because that would be too weird for your... My last initial is K. Why would I give my son the first initial K? Well, as long as you don't make it like Keith Camden and not like KKK or something, then you're fine. K, whatever. Okay. But anyways, I'm going to say call them up, and I think it's because I put in so many hours. Get Payday 2, because I think the amount of teamwork in that is just phenomenal, and I just I love that game so much. So it's like Payday, maybe Unreal Tournament, get that Twitch, like uh, the Twitch thing going. Um, Bastion, I, I would say Bastion, just because like you, I think it's okay. one of like the few games ever that like I was so emotionally moved by it. Now I I would definitely say Bastion is a touchstone game just because of the narrator. Yes, and maybe. And maybe 15 years from now, that's old hat, but that's something to say, hey, this is historically what set off this movement. If if we were going to do, like, just unique games, I mean, I don't know how much you guys have played JRPGs, but I'm playing one right now called Persona 4. And that I game, heard that's okay. really good. That game is... I have never played any game like that. It's just incredibly stylish. I, I hate turn-based RPGs, and I am just sucked into that game. It's... Teen Life Simulator with JRPG fights, and you just get sucked into it so quickly because it's just so well written, so well acted, and it's super stylish. Mm. So, the games that I've noticed that I still can play are the ones that are less realistic graphics. So, the less realistic you get, the easier it is to play. Any of the Zelda games, just pick one at random. Yeah, I know it's a fairly easy answer, but it is an easy answer for a reason. Because I don't, I don't game. think this, I don't think Zelda games hold up 
to the test of time. I'd probably do Wind, Wind Waker, Wind Waker. specifically. Okay. Wind Waker does. Stylistically, that one has lasted yeah. 10 years and probably okay. will for another 10 years. I, I would say Wind Waker or any of the 2D Zeldas will hold up for We also need to get I'm sorry. Compl- go I completely interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll interrupt both of you. And I'll say, I, I'm, I'm struggling between either a Gone Home or a Dear Esther, just because that kind of sparked a genre. Uh, I'll give you that. Maybe a, uh, I think that I think that's an important genre. I think it's going to grow as time goes on. I think a Binding of Isaac because the roguelike got anything, popular back like around. Well, they're getting right, popular right now. Like, oh, I'm saying. Oh, back around I mean, like. This isn't actually 15 yeah, years. No, rogue, this is like a this is the roguelike renaissance. We are in the middle of a roguelike yeah. renaissance, and then maybe maybe also a a, a a faster than light. I think also is another game that I put a lot of time into. Um, if I really wanted to like punish my kid, I'd say you will play original Quake because that's what I had when I was. Oh boy. Why would you do that? That's that hurts no, so much on. just to look at. I, I mean, that hurts. I mean, we have to also yeah, think like, I will go... these games age well? Because like, I would have said no. Goldeneye like a few years ago, and then Goldeneye just like aged horribly. I mean, have you seen how ugly Unreal Tournament 2004 is on new graphics? No, I haven't. High settings? It's awful. Is it really? Game. Don't don't yeah, say that. That makes really me sad. Bad. Well, yeah, like every... I mean. It's slightly cartoony, so it's okay because they were going for that cartoony. But like, when you look at like the characters that are supposed to be human, they don't look right. They look odd. There's there's a reason in the the competitive Quake uh, arena scene that they just turn off all textures, all graphics. It's like just white boxes with you know just things walking around. Like, well, also because they want that you know competitive advantage, they can't afford a slowdown because yeah. you know you're loading some textures, but. Also, it's ugly as sin. That is also very true. It's like playing the original Half-Life again. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a... Hey, by the... actually, that's 15 a... years now, Half-Life 3 might be out. It'll be re- er, announced, but not Oh, out. that's I, true. Announced right. with no release date. Are we, are we actually expecting <laughs> that game will ever come out? I'm not. It, it better come out. I think After Valve is episode two, it don't care. the way it ended... They have to do it. I know, but they I don't have to they, do, to. they could just sit back and make their hat yeah. money for the rest of eternity. Exactly, That's what they yeah, have to be do. happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, are, how many years has it been since Half Life Two? How many? I mean, I, I since think, Episode Two, two thousand four, so it's been ten years. There was a reason. I think there, relatively recently we passed the point where the the diff, time difference between Half Life Two and Half Life One has. Have, yeah, so the difference between the different uh, the, the time whatever yeah, since the last Half Life release. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, but I, I think Half Life. I don't think Half Life the game holds up uh, terribly well under the the whatever yeah. of history. But I think it is a very influential game. Yeah, I think it's uh, Half Life Two is still actually pretty playable. Yeah, but I, I think I, it is. I think that that game is not aging well. I think no, it's gonna. It's, it's not. not gonna. It'll turn to vinegar soon. Yes. Maybe maybe this was the original question, but none of these none of these we've listed are good games for a, you know your five year old six year old kid who you want to introduce gaming to for the yeah. first time and you want to start them off on the right foot. Uh, yeah. yeah. What I mean, what do you think about that category? Mega Man. What about Mega Man X. Portal? I think it's a good no. one. It's pretty right. simple. Mm, I, I, I think well, I mean for like an eight year old maybe. I yeah. think Angry Birds. Oh, mobile games is a big category for sure. At least you know, know. the current format is touch, right? So, 
I think I think Angry Birds is is has classic gameplay. It's reasonably fun and it's kind of it's iconic. You got your 3D visor on, and now Angry Birds is 3D, <laughs> where you have to actually construct the catapult thing in your room, right. like that Cheeto commercial where you shoot yeah. the Cheetos into your father's mouth or whatever, and you should shoot the birds into some hole on the other side of the room. Okay. In their hologram visor only. They're they're gonna do okay. something. Or yeah, I think they'll you have to like make it like this, and then you just pull and you launch and then you just like tap it and then. It, oh, oh, well, that's interesting. You, like uh, yeah, could you like? Oh. So for our audio list listeners, our our hosts are forming slingshots with their fingers because in this holographic world, we're all hoping will someday exist. All right, hold on. I'm gonna hit you will you. create so, your own uh, game controllers. Oh my god! With your body can you, parts. Can you imagine on the playground if you had the ability to like run around with your visors as a kid and play laser tag? Or like I mean, sword battle? Hold on, hold on. Is. Let's 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 back up. Do we think that's actually a good idea? I think yeah, that's, that's actually an a bad amazing idea. idea. Back in my day, we had to use our imagination. Hey, the thing called controllers. We didn't have a joystick originally. We had a gamepad. Yeah. We liked it. We loved it. Screw you guys. No, Playing it's going to be Cowboys super, and Indians cool. with your augmented reality goggles is going to be the best thing. <sighs> I don't. I, I think that actually is a bad thing. No, I, you're, so I think you're wrong, with is basically. I think it's I, gonna that's be fine cool. if you believe that, but I mean, yeah. like, somebody's going to have to program that, and that's going to be yeah. their version of Cowboys versus Indians yeah. versus yours that suddenly have a Jedi and uh, you know a raccoon with a machine gun in there or something. talking about that's going to be paid DLC. You ask your exactly. Rocket raccoon uh, skin, uh, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> so either if that happens, so that's a deeper issue. Yeah. Where if 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 it's an open, if it's not a walled garden, and then kids can actually start modding things because I heard this on a, a giant bomb, and I'm stealing. I'm just going to steal. Uh, the reason why so many, you know, a lot of programmers today started out as Quake modders and Half-Life modders and level designers because those were open kind of platforms that you could make stuff for. And, the, you know, the current generation are Skyrim modders and all that. Like, right. that's where you cut your teeth. So and the if, young generation are Minecraft creators. Yeah, exactly. Who will someday grow up into wanting to program more complicated things. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I so, think it's overall a good thing. I, I think that's the correct issue. Curtis, you're probably worried about. Does this dull our imagination because we're only playing with things other people have made for us? Not well, if it's an open platform and you have the opportunity to do yourself and add to it, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I, I already see too many people walking around, and it's a nice day, and they're looking at their phone instead of what kind of day it is. Yeah. Fuck or that. whether walking. Whether warm or... body's got it bright. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you're walking across the street and you're totally looking at your phone instead of the car that's heading to you at 60 miles an hour, well. Now, see, the cars are all going to be smart by, by that exactly. time. People so they're are gonna like, know. oh, man, isn't it awful that nobody can have a conversation anymore? That's bullshit. People can have conversations. Yeah. People I, just didn't realize how much I, in free time we just stared at each other blankly. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing that point, but biggest pet peeve ever is when you're talking to somebody and they're doing stuff on their phone. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, it's, I'll it's give a, you that. Give us, give us a generation, and we'll work out the social etiquette. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that's just how All right. it is. Let's go back to the question at hand. I'll give you three games. Wife's away, and it's Father Child Day or Father Child Weekend. <laughs> We're gonna play these games. What? 
Why can't the wife be there too? The wife. Can't. Oh, I'm trying to think of like a nice yeah, setting. Is, you know what? Fine. Yeah. The wife can be there too. Gosh. Okay. Family setting. <laughs> Family setting. Family setting. We are going to play one of these three games. What would they be, Curtis? Any generation. Oh, okay. It could be current. It could be any generation. Any generation. And this is with well, our, our young. Yes. Child. Like this yeah. is what I played. I, I think... This was awesome. Yeah. You would love this. Because you are my child, and you like the same things that I like. Oh, no, that's not going to happen at all. My child is probably going to hate video games, probably. you, Dad. Yeah. I'm going to be an RTS. RTS is amazing. I would like, I have no son! No, I would say, okay, well, you're partly Korean, so that makes sense. Well, for you, yeah, but for me, it's like, you could go live with Uncle Curtis. He could do all the RTSs you want. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. One first game would definitely be Donkey Kong Country. Oh, yes. Why? You stole mine. Well, you can uh, use the same one. Why not? No, no, I, no, I, think that, I think that is a game that is still very playable today. It can be accessed by any age. Um, and it's just fun. I think it's a fun game. Uh, challenging, but not to the point where you're you know, so frustrated that you want to give up on Um Second one... Now this is where we start running that... Is this going? This game going to be memorable in X amount of years? Um, I I really think, you know, just from perspective wise, I think um, Persona Four would probably be a game I would show them. Probably not until they're older because it does have a lot of mature themes, but and it's only single player. But I think it can relate to a lot of things that people go through in school and stuff like that. Um, and it's just an interesting game, just overall. Maybe not until they're done with high school or something like that. But um, and third one probably would go with something like um, uh, this one's a hard one. You know, we'll just go with something like maybe like the old Star Fox or something like that. I think that one's kind of a also kind of a maybe the sixty four version, kind of a time. Yeah, sixty four version I think was like the best version. Yeah. So Murph. So for me, um, what I I think so here's I would just to give you what I I'd have a, a branching perspective across the genre. I think uh, to give the old school a nod, I think I would say, hey guys, let's play a little uh, Super Bomberman. Ooh, Ooh that, good. That's that is all. That's good a, it's a nice couch co-op. The, it's very simple. I, I think I could still, if the kid's young enough, I could still kick their ass, or I could throw the game and not look like I was throwing it. You know. <laughs> no, you Murph, assert your dominance. You will beat that child. <laughs> no, because if you beat them too many times, they're not going to want to play. Be exactly. like Adrian Peterson. Beat that child. Chase. Football. It's the same way as when we're playing a game of Nidhogg, right? And you're getting trashed the first round, and then I give you a little bit of leeway on the second game. Uh oh. All right. No, whoa, on, whoa, not... whoa. Hold on. No, no. Oh, hold on. Right. Let me, let me, let me give my second game. My yeah. second game. I think I'll, I'll appeal to the current gen, which is Sports Friends, which is a, a fantastic collection of sort of mini games. If you haven't tried them out, amazing. Uh, Super Pole Riders. Um, Wait, Super Pole uh, Rider? Yeah, it's That's a kind bad. of a. Um, you're too. It sounds like uh, a stripper simulator. Huh? It sounds like a stripper simulator. I mean, you're two long junk, long junk enthusiasts, and you're kind of like batting a ball across. I'm not helping. 
Um, nope. Then I nope. think I think the, the the third game is whatever Minecraft is fifteen years from now or however you know mm. the, the the open world build your Animals. whatever thing like what there's going there's going to be a Terraria or a Minecraft or something mm-hmm. something like that. Hey, let's let's build something together. I I think that is always just fun. It's it's Legos for the next generation. Two exactly. things. One, first off, I like how we make a bigger deal about you naming your son Keith. Than Clegg naming his son Raheem, considering both him and his wife are both white as snow. Secondly, Raheem's a cool name. (laughs) Sorry for all Raheem listeners out there. Secondly, hey, I'm behind you, Raheem's. And then secondly, can we we agree that we don't see Clegg naming his child Raheem, though? I agree. (laughs) This is probably listening to this going. I like Raheem. Look, seriously, I'm if I if I have a, a child, if it's a girl, it'll be Samus. If it's a boy, it'll be Locke. So all right, oh, that's cool. but the fact I that like, like you're with good names, you're telling me all of our Nidhogg games besides the first one. No, 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 no. you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm I, saying I, I, I want to hear I want to hear Clegg's answer before you guys. Yes, can let's carry, let's get the Clegg's we have, answer. We got two minutes before eight. Yes. <laughs> Well, then we can continue to argue about this. Later. It's like we're ending the show at eight. I was just saying with Minecraft, Murph, because I, I think mm. Sandbox is going to continue to be a big field going forward because people just like to build things themselves right, when yeah. the tools are made super easy and accessible. Right? That's why Minecraft is so successful. But if I had to pick three other ones, um, I think I'd go with Super Mario 3D World. That's that new one that came out, 3D Super Mario. Um, yeah. Just really fun co-op, mm-hmm. pretty simple gameplay. Go get the star, jump around. You know, Nintendo makes things fun and easy. Good couch game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that one a lot. Um, and then to go back in time, the first game I can ever remember playing with my cousin was Sonic 2, whichever one had multiplayer. Whichever one I think it was Sonic 2, two. yeah. That was 2. Yeah. 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 So yeah, two. that was the first game I can ever remember playing. Time and it kind, but go. I don't want to trample on your dreams. It, it, well, you know, it's not the easiest game. For a five-year-old, but it's—I just want to do that just for the nostalgia, you know. Uh, Fun game you can play together with someone. Not terribly difficult, and if you know, if one person runs ahead and the other person just floats behind, you yeah. can kind of carry the kid through. That's all good, right? That's fine. Mm. And then, <laughs> and then the other one, um, which is again, Nintendo doing their just super clean, dumb fun, is Super Smash. Good. Mm. Okay. Which version? Co-op game. Um. You know, I might go with either Melee or or 64, just because there's less visual clutter and they're easier to read for a kid. Yeah. Probably the newer ones are super graphic and there's have like you, have, you, have you looked at going on? Oh yeah, they're looked ugly. at 64. They're ugly as hell for sure, but they're really, way more playable. understandable yeah. for a young person. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying go all the way up to. The, the Wii U one, which is impossible to it name, looks awesome, but yeah. it's hard to follow sometimes. Yeah. And I think yeah. a kid would just not know what is going on, yeah. right? Um, but Super Smash is just really good catch yeah. fun. I'm gonna say for me, uh, Mega Man X, because I remember. Just, I, I, <laughs> give me that controller. Like Mega Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna be one of those like. It's like you can't beat. Like, how are you losing a Spark Mandrel? You have everything ahead of you. Just suck. And um, oh. God, you already have. Use the weakness, you dummy. <laughs> um, Mega Man X, because um, 
I'm using Armored Armadillo. It was just such a fun game. I just remember first playing it. It just like it changed my life, and that's why I love Mega Man. That's why I think he's a superhero. Do not start this debate now. All my other guests have thought it was a superhero. At least Finger Eleven thinks they are. Watch those interviews. Um, Banjo Kazooie, like just so I can lead into Banjo Tooie, because I I love those games. And and then um, finally. I think just because it was a great it was a great staple between my father and I, it was a great co-op and also great uh, competitive. Time Splitters too. Mm, that was a good one. It was one so too. much fun. What the one with the monkey? Yes. Yeah. And Murph has yeah. that look of a lot of bad opinions on this show today. Ooh, <laughs> Chase, man, we're gonna talk time about splitters? choice of games here. You didn't, you didn't, you don't like Time Splitters? I thought that was a. Pretty... I love. Time I, I don't like anything. PS, I don't, I don't think that PS and PS2 era games have aged. I, I thought about in, saying anyway. Well, I thought about the Arkham series just to be like, hey, this is how BA of Batman is, and like how they keep going from crap mm. to awesome. But they're Look, not, they're not accessible yeah, to a five-year-old. Like, like, Who said that? Well, unless he likes Batman. Unless he likes Batman. Batman. He likes Batman. Yeah. Or she. Well, the other, the other one I thought of is, you know, this is gonna probably still be around, but Pokemon was the other one I. Had yeah, I, I thought about that too. Yeah. But I, that's. That's just like any RPG, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have problems with Pokemon on a game design level, but I will not let's start that yeah. debate. They here. learn how to rock paper scissors with element types. It's a very oh. important skill. Water beats fire. Oh, yeah, I think it. I'm going I think to it shut leads. up. I'm going I to shut it's... up right now. Next episode, Murph hates everything. Find out why. I just hate Pokemon. Ugh. I think Pokemon is an interesting idea that they haven't done a lot with. If but... Twitch can beat every Pokemon, it is not a good game. <laughs> Didn't Twitch beat some other, like, super complicated game, like Final Fantasy VII or something like that? I don't... Sure, probably. Did Twitch do Dark Souls? <laughs> oh, my no. God. Somebody did that on a guitar, though. That is true. Yeah, that was... do I don't know if they... Yeah, that... Yeah, they beat it. They beat it on a someone guitar. Else, someone also beat Dark Souls 2 in, like, 28 minutes, so... Oh, my God. Ugh. So, um... Yeah. Real quick, I know I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl at all? No, I forgot it was happening. Did you guys even like watch the commercials at all? Wait, what? I watched the nationwide. Oh my gosh, that was so like a lot of the commercials this year were just so depressing. Mm-hmm. So let me. So what I have learned through cultural osmosis because I didn't watch it. Uh, I did learn. I learned about the nationwide depressing ad, mm-hmm. and then I learned about Left Shark. Yes. 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 Uh, on the live performance of yeah. one of which, if you were Facebook friends with me, you saw me just like yeah. completely rip apart that halftime performance. I, I like that she came out on a Power Ranger, and then I, I made the joke that kind of fell flat that silly Caddy Perry warlocks cannot be night elves. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, but, there, there points for Murph. Commercial with um, um, Cranston. Oh yeah, uh, from uh, Breaking Break, Back. There was a Breaking Back commercial. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That, that one okay. was funny. Yeah. Cool, cool. I like that There's one. There's also a funny one with um, Danny mm-hmm. Trejo. Yes, a Snickers that was a good show. one. And I like the the Kickstart Mountain Dew one. Yeah, I heard the, yeah. the cla- there's a Clash of Clans one that was yes. funny like with Liam um, Neeson. Neeson. That was good. I yeah, how much that cost them? Yeah, there was a lot of like mobile what, ad you... ones, like Game of um, like was it Game of Fire or something? Or Game of War, that's it. Fire Rage, that's the ex- yeah, like the, the new thing that came up. But yeah, like there's just like a buttload of those. Um, 
I mean, yeah. I, I don't, all the dads in my office play Clash of Clans. Like, when I say oh, all the dads, yeah. I mean all the dads. All the dads! Hey, so, I, so, I, no, Chase, it's, none it's, of us watched it. Yeah. It's the, it's the real-time strategy kind of thing where you send armies to go conquer someone else's land, and is that... Classic? Yeah, it's... it's. I joke that it's not a real game. It's a real game. Like, there's yeah. there's yeah. stuff there. It's just not... Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, no, it's it's fun for them, so I can't really knock yeah. it. Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, it's it's your usual free-to-play nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But yeah, I, I was going to go to, like, this whole anecdote of, like, how I broke my own rule for Super Bowl, but... It's whatever. I uh, won't get any. It's not even funny. All right. So, yeah, that worked out great. I thought, like, we'd talk more about commercials. But, nope, I should have known you guys wouldn't even watch it. Sorry. Sorry, I went grocery shopping. And then I was confused why no one was at the grocery store. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Super Bowl because there was a Super Bowl game. Yes. I made the mistake of going before the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was my fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's... I mean, I, I still think the Super Bowl might as well be a national holiday because, like, everybody. Hey, Chase, Chase, I have some gaming-related news that you might be interested. Go in. on. So, PlayStation Plus, probably best deal in gaming, right? Yes. Transistor this month for February. Yes, that is. I mean, so, I've I still haven't like fully played it yet. Like, I started it, and like I immediately okay, so I played actually, like ten so minutes of it, it, and it was so good. So I was gonna say, if you didn't have it, like, you could just. Buy Transistor, or you buy PlayStation Plus, get you know some other free games, whatever. Yeah. But then you get Transistor. For yeah, free. I, no, I bought it on Steam because okay. I want good, to give them my money. Because yeah, that's that's the pro- that's that's something that kind of came to me this week is like I was going to buy this. I just have this pile of games I need to get through. Transistor's on the list, and then I got it for free, and I was like, crap. I want to support games like this, but now I haven't. Exactly, free. and and that that's a really big deal because that that yeah. was a a big title, very popular, and came out just last year. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's. Yeah. I have a feeling it's gonna be one of those games that I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna be like, why was this not game of our, game of the year for us? It's because none of us played exactly. it. Exactly. I I feel like it's gonna be one of those games that I'm gonna like highly recommend and just like spam super giant and be like, I want you on my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know that it was. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher his name. Greg Casavin's game company. Uh, he's the producer there. I don't think it's his actual game company, is it? Former uh, GameSpot writer. Yeah, I think he's a producer, okay. a senior producer. Look, like if you if you don't if you want to talk to a f-ing rock star, and I talked about this on um, on uh, DorkNight.com, huh? Plug. Uh, plug. Uh, the Vlambeer guys. That guy is a goddamn rock star. Is he? Uh, because at Pack South, um, guy rolls in. He didn't know he had a booth for a week or for the first day. Found out he did. Rolls like flies in, buys two TVs at Best Buy. Doesn't want to bring them back, so just gives them away in his booth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. His his game is just like, and he's just like he's just there talking. He's like, yeah. You know, I didn't really know it was supposed to be here. Whatever, and he's he's European, so he has that weird <laughs> European accent. And then he's just like he's just the coolest motherfucker on the. On Sorry, the all Europeans uh, that are listening to this. No, oh look, okay, he he's a cool guy. Um, I don't know his act. I just know him as Vlambeer because whatever. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Cool. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know, that. but this ending kind of just like fell through. But that's okay. He kind of made it a little bit better. Okay. All right, cool. That is it yeah. for us yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, thank. Yeah. 
thank you all very much for making us a part of your day, whether it be on YouTube or via podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you uh, – ah, I can't talk today. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast over on either Podcast Garden or on iTunes or also our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash that new show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker or the show at that underscore game underscore show. Also, like the – If you want to hear me tweet about uh, the misadventures of Flapjack uh, at Dork Knight Show, I've, I've been watching that on Hulu. Oh, it's so – it's such a good show. Yes, make sure you also follow um, – where, where's your or website, really? Um, yeah, if you don't want to hear about Misadventures of Flapjack, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> What's the link to – like, what, what other ways can they listen to Dork Knight? No, just Dork Knight. Dork Knight. Dork Knight. Awesome. I don't want to break – I already broke up your flow, like, irreparably. It's okay. I'll, 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 I think I hit everything. Curtis, I hit everything. Yeah, you hit everything. Thank you. Good support on that joke. For Curtis Coe, Murph Murphy, and Daniel Clegg, I am Chase Bunker. We will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Oh, you also get Rogue Legacy. Ooh, Rogue Legacy. That'd be good.